Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. <laughs> Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, it is episode 340 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker, and of course I am being joined by... Mr. Sun's out, guns out, big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. You know, uh, one of these guns are a BB gun. I'm not going to tell you which one that is, though. What's the other one? It's a real gun. Pew, pew. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be that might be a new just all-time low for our show. <laughs> it's, I don't know why I thought that was something my grandpa used to say. Actually, it was yeah. it was about real guns, though. Yeah, he had he always had like a rifle and then a BB gun rifle like sitting by his front door. Oh, he, okay. I get and he that. was like, "One of them's a BB gun. I'm not going to tell you which one it is, though." Yeah, <laughs> it's like I hope you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> let me shoot you in the foot. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, that's that's good I stuff. I don't know why I thought of that. Just totally, totally did. Well, GBM. Your old pal. Yeah. The old cocky smug prick himself will be back on for part two. A uh, little spoiler. Uh, I don't think any AEW figures have been really found yet. Oh, boo-hoo. Now, uh, to, to, to be fair, today's Wednesday as we record this. Yep. This doesn't drop till Sunday, so yep. a lot could happen. A lot could, and yeah. a lot usually does. A lot usually does. Like uh, By and large, that always happens. But as of right now, um, I don't know. AE, uh, we'll get into it in the toy segment. But AEW kind of put out there like Monday figures are hitting shelves, and yeah. like nobody's finding them. Yeah, it's Wednesday now, and it's, it's still. I mean, I'm seeing that they're on the pegs like mm-hmm. AEW figures, but nothing yet. I've seen the ring and the toy belt, but no yeah. figures. What no. they what they should have said was by Monday you'll start to see them, or this week, right? You know, like kind of right. leave it open ended. Yeah, you know, like that was kind of a mistake. I think. Oh yeah. And what's funny is I've talked to other people about this. I was like, you know, like I've never seen toys like street dated. It was always they just start showing up. Right. It's not like DVDs and video games. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was. Kind of a weird thing to put out there, and then to fail at it was also bad. Yep. So, <laughs> AEW is not perfect, you know. No, they are not. It's it's a learning process. Oh but, yeah. But uh, GBM will be our special guest, as I said, for part two. We got some. We got a lot of AEW talk, actually, some wrestling talk, some interesting wrestling talk. Uh, we got a little bit of movie talk and some toy talk, and uh, crazy sodas week two, bro. Yeah. Last week wasn't bad. 
No, last week was a good one. Uh, what was that? Uh, blue bubblegum? Yeah. And speaking of... Speaking of crazy sodas, we got ourselves a crazy bang today. Dude, dude, what's going on? Like, I've heard of this. We finally have mango bango in so, our hands. I thought this was like a caffeine-free flavor, maybe? Because yeah. it kind of said all like it has like natural on it. It's like, what the hell does that mean? Right. You know, and um, so I thought this was something totally different. That's why I never really sought out to have it on the show, if that makes sense. Yeah. But now we have them here. It has a very mango smell. I would imagine so. If yeah. If it smelled like something else, that'd be weird. Yeah. Have you seen that lime cucumber Gatorade flavor? No, but they have a regular cucumber. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. And I once mistook that for green apple and almost threw up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Bad. It's not even, it's just you don't expect it. When you're well, expecting yeah. green apple Dude, and you I, get cucumber. Green apple Gatorade is one of my favorites. It, me too. And it's hard to find yeah. for some reason. I'm like, what the hell? It's yeah. green apple. Yeah. And I don't need four different flavors of the blue shit. Give me green apple. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I I, uh, I picked that up one time. Never even looked at the actual label. They're, they're the exact same color. Mm. And, uh, and that's interesting. You like it? I don't think that I do. Ooh, I don't know if I do either. It's a different flavor, isn't it? Maybe that's why we don't see it very often. Could be. Yeah. It's kind of like those tea flavors. I don't yeah. see those ever. And it's and I think you know you're you're not a fan of root beer either. So to no. me, it's not a, a shock that those aren't. Like champagne. When's the last time you saw champagne out? Right. Yeah. You I know, mean, I could drink that, but it's not my favorite. I had it. I had it in my head. I should go ahead and get backup bangs just in case these are the shits. I have one in my fridge, so and, you're screwed. But I mean, yeah, I can get one for myself. And, and I um, <laughs> and I kind of wish I did. Yeah. It's got like a tang to it. A like, very very twangy. Strong. Yeah. Like uh, oh god. It's different, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure about this, man. I'm yeah. definitely not going to get it again. No, probably not. Um, normally, it takes me, like with birthday cake, like that one took me a few tries before I realized, like, I don't know if I like this one. And it's not that I dislike it. It's just not the best. Yeah. This one is different. I don't know. So it's made with that stevia sweetener. Oh, that may, oh that's the natural part. I wonder if that's part of it. See, I don't really use that. Do you? No, I, I've used it once before and thought it was terrible. So I, I, I may have used it once. My old job, we had like the coffee station had it. Natural sure. caffeine from coffee beans. Oh. So that's going to mess with the taste too. That's probably the bitter that we probably. taste. Huh. I wonder if this is like a trial, a bang natural. Maybe. I don't know. Let's not. Let's not do that again, bang. Yeah, let's not. Mango, bango. S- stick to the crap we Sucker. We yeah. <laughs> Oh god, yeah! It tastes like almost like mango coffee a little bit. Now that you say that, I do feel that. Yeah, wow, that's weird. Very, very weird. We're stuck with this for the show. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. (laughs) Thanks a lot, GBM. (laughs) You son, worst episode ever. Well, anyway, if we can manage, let's uh, let's take a little uh, break, ski here, and talk a little bit of wrestling talk. Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Brinker and Bay take a little break, cracking them bang energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bane, as we attempt to uh, struggle through these bang energies, uh, first of all, a lot of new people showing up in AEW, man. Yeah. Yeah. WWE hasn't really debuted a lot of people with mm-hmm. the pandemic. I mean, some. 
You know, but not a ton. AEW is consistently bringing in new people. Yeah, they are. We saw FTR debut. We saw Matt Hardy debut. Brody Lee, Colt Cabana. Yeah. Um, and now uh, Matt Cardona, aka Zack Ryder, Cameron, yeah. who is I think Ariane Andrew is her name, maybe. Yeah. Uh, she was one of the Funkadactyls. She's going to be in the women's t- tag tournament. And um, did someone else debut too? Eddie Kingston signed. Eddie Kingston signed. He, yeah. Of course, he he had that one-off match with Cody, and now people are thinking maybe Warhorse might be getting signed too. Yeah, there's a solid chance Warhorse will sign up too. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, the the thing is, is as cool as it is, that all these people are getting signed. Remember how cool we used to think it was that WWE kept signing all these independent stars. Yeah. And what happened? There wasn't enough TV time. AEW is going to have that same problem if they yes. continue to sign everybody that the independents fan base wants them to sign. Right. So eventually they're going to have to call it quits and be like, okay, we got roster A, roster B, and roster C. That's good. Right. Well, and I think uh, Kylie Ray got out of her contract pretty early on, but I don't think they've let anyone go either. No. So, I mean, I, you know, I know WWE used to kind of purge the, like the big purge they did for COVID. They used to do that every so often. Yeah. But I think like you look at like Zack Ryder and this is, you know, all personal feelings aside, but just as a performer, he wasn't doing much in WWE. This gave him a huge refresh. Yeah. Same with Heath Slater and Impact. Same with the Good Brothers over in Impact. Like it kind of gave him a refresh. I don't think that that's a bad thing every so often. Let people go and let them go somewhere else. Yeah. No, I... I completely agree, and and it's got to be. I I know it has to be because of how many people we see come and go, and then come back to WWE. It's got to be a hey, no hard feelings. Just right now, we can't use you. So, right, right. You know. I mean, Kurt Hawkins left also for a yeah. little bit, and then came back, and then yeah. still didn't do much, which was kind of weird. But well, and probably one of the best examples ever, Drew McIntyre. Absolutely, you know, got fired and then came back. And now he's champ. I mean, same it's, with Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal, yeah. And Same so thing. it's it's kind of one of those things. That it's not always a bad thing to get released, and I think right now we're kind of seeing that. Yeah, for sure. So uh, definitely interesting. But I think, uh, like you said, you you brought up a good point. You know, they're getting a lot of new talent, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, and what are they going to do with the warhorse? Right. You know, I I know I'm sure Cody. Uh, most of the stuff he was saying on Twitter was like jokey, but like part of that he had to kind of feel like you know this guy's a goofball. Right. You know what I mean. And so, as good as he is in the ring, I'm, I mean, I'm sure I haven't really watched much of his stuff, but what are they going to do with a character like that? It's not 1980 right. right now. You know what I mean? Well, and then also, too, how long before it runs its course. A lot of characters right. run their course. Right. And, you know. Well, look what they did to Orange Cassidy. I mean, yeah. he, he had to step it up to keep his character from getting stale. Right. And that was within a year. You know, I, I imagine Warhorse to me, would get stale within a month. Well, yeah, and I think, you know, they do AEW Dark, which is like their YouTube show, which I don't think is really like, I mean, it's not like Superstars main event. I mean, yeah, I don't know if anyone's really watching that so much. I mean, I'm sure people are, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, like Eddie Kingston, I think I think everyone unanimously was just like, yes. Because, yep. I mean, he, 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 to me, is one of the best promos. And he's kind of one of those guys that was in that old crop of indie guys that never really got the opportunity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was telling you off the air, I was like, man, I really feel like this could potentially hurt uh, NWA more than anyone else. Absolutely, yeah. Ricky Starks has now jumped ship. Yeah. Um, Colt Cabana a while back, and now uh, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. A lot of their a lot of their guys that were really good have kind of left. Yeah, well, and that's that's the uh, that's the unfortunate thing is because you kind of have to 
have people for guys like Nick Aldis to go up against. Right. Because, I mean, without without a good opponent, I mean, the champion really doesn't mean much. Right. Yeah, so I, I don't know the, the specifics of everything, but, the, you know, I think with AEW uh, bringing in new talent, I do know, you know, like when a Matt Cardona debuts, it's like, oh, Zack Ryder's here. You know, it's, yeah. it kind of it kind of creates that new buzz yeah. for the company. But then again, it's just at what point do they become like old hat? I've seen, I have seen them been doing a lot of like eight man tags, and that might be a way to get more people on TV. Yeah, I guess they've got like a twelve man tag coming up. That's going to be a lot of bodies. It's like FTR in the Elite versus the whole Dark Order. You know, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot of bodies. It is, but you know, a lot of beef. I do, I do always associate with this seeing that AEW has figures coming out. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like new guys are gonna get new figures. I think that's always a cool thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of guys that I just want to see guys that we haven't had figures of before. You know, I get I get the Pox getting a figure. You know, that's that's totally cool. It's been a while since we've had a Pox figure, but I don't need three Jerichos. Right. You know, uh, I mean, don't really need another Moxley anytime soon. I mean, well, and his doesn't look that much different. No, it just has a Mox jacket. Right. I mean, we got we got two Cody's now. Let's simmer down on the Cody's. Well, it's like uh, I was super happy with the Dustin Rhodes because it's such a different look. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that that to me is totally fine. But at the same time, do we need a second Dustin Rhodes? Not yet. Right. You and know. so we we like let me get Luchasaurus. Let me get Jungle Boy. You know. Let me get Marco Stunt or MJF. I mean. Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky would be a good one. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I want to see. Right. Yeah, I think Lance Archer would be a killer figure. Hell yeah. He's coming straight out of 2K20 creation mode. So, yeah. I mean, I'd love a figure of him. Well, and it's like if if they make a Matt Hardy. I actually heard that he pitched doing a box set because he's doing all those different incarnations. Yeah. I'm like, that actually would be pretty damn cool. I'd be absolutely down for that. Yeah, I think that that would be kind of cool. But you know the revival or FTR now they they had a couple of Mattels but not a lot. Yeah, their look hasn't changed much. But I think like yeah, let's give them some figures. You know, yeah. let them sit on the pegs for a little bit. I think it'd be good. Absolutely. So, um, you know, Brody Lee's got a whole new look to him now. Yep. So yeah, I think that would definitely be a definitely be a cool thing. But like Orange Cassidy in Series Three, he, you know, the hands go in the pockets. I mean, that's right. genius. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. And the fact that he's just getting a figure, I think, is pretty damn awesome. Absolutely. Um, also, there's a rumor going around. Not a lot of people know any specifics on this, but Eric Bischoff might be coming into the office of AEW. Really? Yeah. The, um, I don't know if it's a one-off thing or if it's a trial run. I mean, because he had that brief, brief run in WWE. Yeah, which is a damn shame. Because it's only a couple of months, I think. Yeah, I, I've, I'm always a huge fan of Bischoff. Yeah, so who knows? Yeah. I mean, maybe he'll be able to help them out. I think that'd be awesome. I hope so, yeah. I mean, it kind of is ironic that all the Conrad guys basically work for AEW besides... Um, Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. You know, like Arn's there, Tony yeah. Schiavone's there, Jim Ross is there, and if Bischoff goes, that's four out of five. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. Uh, the Rock has purchased the XFL, dude. Did you yes. see that one coming? Uh, no, but <laughs> I don't... I, I feel like we've had a conversation about The Rock buying the XFL, like when, when we first announced that the XFL shut down on here yeah when we first started talking about the xfl shutting down i feel like we had a conversation about the rock should buy it but i never thought he would uh, and so him actually doing it and, and and i love the way he runs the titan games yeah if he ran an xfl like he ran runs the titan games i think it might have a shot 
the fact that he bought it now, I kind of honestly think it could be successful. Absolutely. You know I what do, I mean? Yeah. Like I'm like, hmm. The way that gave me so much more intrigue. Have you watched the Titan Games? Yes. Fucking phenomenal show. That's great. Like I I love it. Absolutely love it. And like as stupid as it is, I usually get a tad bit emotional in it. You know, and it's like he's it's got the American Gladiators element, but like yeah. way way more like serious. Yeah, and he's got he's got this way of like like grabbing onto your emotions and making you really root for people. And I feel like if he gets a hold now that he's gonna get a hold of the XFL, I feel like he could really bring you in and connect with some of these teams yeah. and you can find your favorite and, and really get on board with it. So yeah. I, I'm all on board with him being owner of this. Yeah, I think that that's really, really cool. So various shocking news for sure. I just hope he changed some of the names. Like get rid of the Wildcats. Get like a more badass name than yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You need some like crazy, crazy ass names. Yeah. I agree with that. But, you know, that was definitely like the type of news I hear I immediately jotted down because I'm like, we yep. got to talk about that. Like yep. what the hell? Yeah. Raw Underground. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, we got to talk about this. Yes. What in the flying shit? Yeah. Uh, so, I, I saw the little clip with uh, Baba Tunde or whatever. I think his new name is something Cato. Yeah. Uh, which he, I, it, most people remember he was in that Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi yeah. Arabia a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. Which, honestly, I wish they would just drop it straight to Cato. I think that would be a cool-ass name for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And uh, that was the only clip I saw until I watched the full thing last night. And I was totally on board when I watched that little clip because I was like, okay, a little King of the Mountain style, you know, just people coming coming up at a little fight club. Oh, yeah. And then I watched the uh, watched the full thing and I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's uh, it's bizarre. How long do you think it lasts? I feel like they're going to push it about a month. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like Brawl for All was pretty unanimously hated by everyone but they stuck it out yeah in the midst of like a ratings battle and that being said when i was a kid i liked brawl for all i did too yeah i think this and this is obviously the first one you remember the first time bray wyatt showed up with uh his new character everybody was like what the fuck is he doing right well because you didn't see the whole picture yet right and this could be that I'm maybe I'm probably giving WWE way too much credit. Yeah, but it could be something we don't know what they're doing with it yet. And so, but, is it that too quick to judge it? Yeah, but I think a lot of that too is like knowing. So if we start here and we end here, when we get to here, with the fiend, right. that's good shit. Right. But you have to. It's almost like we have to bore them to get to where we're gonna go. So we have this huge reaction at the yeah, end. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. I, and I. I get that, and if they don't have, but I'm afraid they don't have that. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they're literally throwing shit against the wall. Well, and that and that definitely could be, but I I'm willing to give this another shot because yeah. I think they have to organize it a little bit. Like, there's got to be some sort of organization. Like one clip was actually Dolph Ziggler in there. Like he was wrestling around with some guy, and it was like it was pretty badass because Dolph Ziggler ended up winning, right? Because he's a legit cause amateur. He's wrestler. a legit fucking wrestler, and it's like we all know what's at work. It's it's. To me, that that doesn't bother me, but like, I think if it was something where it gave like Ivar was in there and beat the shit out of some dude, and it's like I think it was Eric. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Eric. Yeah, um, Raymond Rowe. Yeah, but he was in there and beat the shit out of some dude, and it's like that's that's cool to me because you don't really get to see these guys do this stuff that often. Yeah, and so I, but I think if there's some some way to organize it and make it like almost like a King of the Mountain style or or, or something. You know, like, and what they did maybe is just launch something to let people like us 
well, what the hell did we just see? Let's right. talk about it, you know? Right. And so it, it could just be something like we got to kind of let simmer and maybe they got to figure it out as they go or maybe they've got a big plan for it. Yeah. Or maybe it's just something just to create a story for WrestleMania next year. Or something. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know what the hell's going and on. And this all could be a thing like, hey, empty arenas is not working. Right. What do we do? Yeah. You know, and then maybe this is like the new... Because right now, like, if they're doing testing there, they don't really need the plexiglass. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're keeping that up, thinking like, well, this is probably going to be the way it is moving forward. So let's yeah. keep it up and let people get used to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Like, you know, we've said all along, maybe wrestling as we know, it's not going to be ever the same ever again. Yeah, it might and, not be. And maybe this is, you know, first step into what what this is. We, we might not see crowds in a stadium for another five to ten years, you know? I mean, who knows? It's crazy to think, but I also wouldn't have thought by August it would have still been the same. I know. So here we go. Yeah. Anyway, let's take a break and dive into a little bit of movie talk here. Let's do it. This is Breakup and Bait at the Movies. Oh, this is Breakup and Bait at the Movies. Oh, this is Breakup and Bait at the Movies. Oh, this is Breakup and Bait at the Movies. Oh, all right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, I'll tell you what we got now. Big underscore Bane. How about the news that uh, Mulan, the live-action Disney film, will be debuting on Disney Plus uh, for a premium price of twenty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I assume that's plus your subscription. Yeah. Um, this is a, as opposed to a theatrical release. Um, what do you think? So it's it's an in-app purchase, which is not doesn't bother me. I've used in-app purchases before. Um, the only thing that bothers me is if, let's say, you buy the movie, but that kind of means you have to stay subscribed to Disney Plus from now on. Yes, it does. Because if you buy the movie and unsubscribe, are they going to remember? You know, is that going to be kept on file? I would imagine it's in your account. Yeah. Like, it, you know what I mean? But... If you resubscribe, will it show back up? I don't that's know. What, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, I would, I would, I would think that it would. Yeah, but I don't know. And that's why I like things like Vudu and right. iTunes because, you know, I don't have to have a subscription monthly to to buy that that type of stuff. I can just buy it outright. Exactly. But it it makes me a little like leery to spend thirty bucks on something. It's an interesting uh, idea. Um, I don't know. Like it's. It's not a terrible idea because I know, like, with movie theaters not opening, it's like you have all the stuff you want to put out there. You want people to see. You want to, make, and also too, you want to make money on. Right. So, in a way, I get it, and I think it's like, okay, I get that. That's smart. But yep. thirty bucks is a lot too. It is. If it was twenty, which is what you'd buy if it was brand new, yeah, I don't think that'd bother me as much. But I think they're looking at it like, well, if you buy it for thirty, then. Uh, you can invite some friends over and have a watch party or whatever. And I'm like, well, you can, but who's doing that? Yeah. Well, they're probably thinking more along the lines of the, the wife and kids, right. you know, watching it, which, I mean, you're still getting a value because taking the wife and kids to the movie theater is about 100 bucks. Right. So, I mean, you really are getting a value, but at the same time, like, I don't know, is Mulan the right movie to do that with? It could be a test. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, Black Widow was supposed to come out in May. That's yeah. the next Marvel film. If they do that with Black Widow... I don't know. Like, is there? A, 
do they have a rental option? Like if, if there's if it's a rental for fifteen, I think I'd be all about that. And that's another thing. I mean, like a uh, Voodoo right now, like the way they and I'm, iTunes probably does it the same way. Like the theater at home option, like renting movies are twenty bucks. So yeah. it's like the same fee as if you actually bought it, but you're just renting it. I am not opposed to that because nine times out of ten, I watch a movie one time anyway. Right. I don't need to see it five to ten times, but like. But also seeing the cost of that with what you're getting is a little offsetting, I think. Right. But like, I'm totally cool with the twenty dollar one time fee versus like paying fifty to seventy to take the wife to the movies. You know what I right. mean? Right. Let's just grab some Taco Bell, sit on the couch under PJs, watch the movie for twenty bucks. Sure. Like that to me is a much cheaper date night, and I, I'm all for that. No, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it's an interesting idea. My thing is like, um, if they're going to do this with Mulan on Disney Plus, why can they do this on Vudu for the same price for thirty bucks? Because oh. then that goes with my other movies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if if Black Widow's offered on Vudu for thirty bucks, I would buy that. No problem. Absolutely. Because I want to see it, and I was going to buy it anyway. You Absolutely. know, because I like to buy all the Marvel films. So. It's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing. So we'll kind of see how that ha- see how that goes. Um, Batman: Death in the Family, a new animated film coming from DC, and you, I don't think, know this yet. It will be an interactive film where you get to choose the endings. Oh yeah! First time they've done that. Uh, um, Hell yeah! With DC, I think it's coming out in October. I assume just a DVD release type of thing. I don't know of it being on a streaming service, but I guess in the original Death in the Family comic, of course, Robin dies. Mm-hmm. And I guess they did a write-in vote, like, should he die, should he not die? Yeah. And so I think that's kind of where it goes. Now, I don't know if it's interactive the whole movie. I assume that or it is. Or is it just that choice, maybe? Yeah, but I'm like, that's that's a that's a hell of a cool idea. I'm so I'm super on board for that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love those. They, they don't do them very often, but every now and then you'll see one on Netflix where it's like, it's that exact same thing. It's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure thing. Yeah. And it, I, I love it. I think it's a really cool concept for Netflix, you know? Yeah. And like that Bandersnatch movie. Yeah. Like that was awesome. And they've done a few animated films too. So yeah, I think it's a great idea. Anyway, what do you say uh, we dive into a little bit of uh, toy talk here? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break a remain to a bit of toy talk. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break a remain to a bit of toy talk. All right. So as we dive into a little bit of toy talk, we already kind of talked about this at the top of the show, but uh, you know, AEW on their TV, on all the social media was basically saying AEW Unrivaled Series 1 in stores Monday, August 3rd. Yeah. And they weren't there. <laughs> So, um, I mean, I, I know that you're less of a fanatic about toys than I am. So, I, I you probably haven't even been to Walmart to look. No, I'm um, not. But you're, you're probably following along on social media and sure, stuff. Yeah. But, like, what did you think when they just didn't show up? Like, I, I mean, I, I feel like uh, it should have been expected a little bit. Yeah. Because Mattel is pretty bad about that. Not really Mattel, but... I think people stocking Mattel mm-hmm. are really bad about that. So I feel like it probably should have been expected. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, the fact that it's like it was like, hey, on this date, they'll be there. It kind of made me think, well, maybe they got it worked out to where, you know, it's going to be on the shelves this date. But Yeah, I know Walmart was in the middle of a reset, mm-hmm. obviously. And um, 
I don't know. Like I've never seen toys street dated, so that kind of made me think like, yeah. hmm, video games are, yep. and and movies and DVDs are, but mm-hmm. th- that's really never been a thing with toys. They kind of just show up when they show up, right? Yeah. And a lot of people were using like BrickSeek and stuff like that. And I've never really used those apps, but I mean, they basically will tell you what's in stock and things like that. And, uh, you know, I, I got on there and looked and every store close to us was all out of stock. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's not a good sign. Maybe this app's not right. I don't know. And uh, I've seen the ring in stores, the uh, the small kid size ring, and I've seen the toy belt. Yeah. That's all I've seen, though. So, I don't know. I know on Walmart's uh, app... They don't even have it listed. Like you, At all. you can't find it. So I, I don't know about Brickseek and all that. I haven't looked on those, but I mean, I know Walmart's app for sure doesn't have it. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Like we're, we're you know still gonna. I mean, it's Wednesday, so by the time this drops, maybe everyone's already found them. I don't know. I've seen a few people finding them, but not not yeah. a ton. So yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure by the time this drops, everybody will have found five out of the seven figures that came out. Eight figures. Oh. Six out of the eight figures Six that out came eight. out. Not the chases? Not the chases. Yeah. Those see, won't be found. See, I don't know, man. Like, I I don't know if it'll be GBM. I'm not going to say, like, he's, like, you know, going to find it. Yeah. But I think somebody will. Yeah. You, clock's ticking, pal. You got, uh... So they dropped... Monday. They dropped Monday, which was the third? The third. Yeah, so you got, you got about 28 days, pal. 28 days later, Bane's paying a gift card. Yeah. I don't know. I think someone's going to cash in on you. You think so? I do. I really do. I think I think, I think GBM's the only one's keeping up because he's the only one that tags me about him. <laughs> yeah, but people are listening. Oh, Charlie Shaw, don't think he don't want a, your money. Of course he does. Yeah, he, he would he would take my money just to wipe his ass with it. Exactly. Yeah. And send it back to you. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, I mean. I'm not opening any Charlie Shaw packages, by the way. I wouldn't either. That's, yeah, it's a horrible <laughs> idea. Freaking Betty White. I'm not lose. touching your package, pal. <laughs> so anyway, we, we will see with the AEW figures. Now, I do have some interesting news for you. So I, um, you know, I, I told you I was, I pre-ordered all the Tiger Electronics games. Yes. And I was super excited about this. Well, I talked to my buddy Travis Fowler. And he... Your buddy? Yeah, also your buddy. My buddy, too, Yeah, pal. Hey, hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> and um, told him I pre-ordered him. He's like, oh, that's a great idea. I need to go do that. And so he went, I guess, traded in a bunch of crap he didn't want it and, and pre-ordered um, three of them. Could not pre-order Sonic anymore. Oh, really? So he had to order it online. Okay. Well, guess what? Sonic and Transformers are now both sold out online. Wow. Right, so this might be a bigger thing than either of us are thinking. Color me impressed. That's uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, granted, a lot of times like toys on like Walmart's app yeah. sell out, then they're back in stock, and they sell out. Right. So I, it could be something like that. I don't know, but um, who knows? Right. That's kind of yeah. crazy. He actually got his Sonic Three, and I haven't got any of mine yet. So. Really? Yeah. Well, the. I order them from like Think Geek, which is like a GameStop affiliate, and they're yeah. supposed to call me when they arrive. Okay. When they usually always do, because I pre-ordered stuff with them before, so haven't heard anything yet. So wow, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, they just didn't take your money. Yeah, that <laughs> I'd, I'd be out there, I'd be raising hell. Like, oh yeah, pal, we'll we'll let you pre-order those. Wink. <laughs> it's like, why are you winking at me? I'm not winking at you. Yeah, wink. Like, yeah, stop that. <laughs> but anyway, I don't, did I tell you my idea of having you play them on the air here? Yeah. What do you think? How do you think? I'm totally down. I, I think one a week, kind of like after crazy sodas are done. I'm curious though if they, if they are worse than we think. 
they're going to be equally as bad. You think so? Yeah. I mean, you played one recently. I haven't played one yeah. since I was a kid. They are going to be equally as bad. You better you better buy some double A's, pal. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I need some double A's. All these two have the screw with the battery uh, plate. See, I, I think so my, I need to make sure I got a screwdriver. I think my Batman one does too. Oh, does if it? I'm not mistaken, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, those will be those will be hitting I think mid August. So nice. we shall see. Anyway, um, let's take a break and let's uh, let's dive into a little bit of crazy effing soda here. Let's do it. Well, now it's time for bigger band to try a little bit of soda. I reckon it ain't gonna taste too good, but they're gonna take it down the hatch like a man. Grab a little bit of moonshine and join them. <laughs> Crazy soda time, big underscore Bane. Oh boy, are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm gonna tell the people what we have today. Yeah, we got a. Uh... He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. It's barf soda. Yes, it is. Ooh, that's a nice big old gulp there. Of course, we got a rock paper scissors. This bad boy. Yeah, I was gonna. I thought you were just gonna retire. You know, you got one victory, and I thought you were just gonna be done. I should, but I'm yeah. not that smart. <laughs> All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Damn it. Damn it. There's one for the old Bainsky. Damn it. Boom. 2-0. That's my friend is called Redemption. Redemption? Yeah. Redemption. I gotcha. Yeah. Thanks for explaining it, though. (laughs) So I think we've had this before. I think so, too. I don't remember this actually being terrible. Great, chunky flavor. Yeah. That's... Oof. The, uh, The label really tells the story, does it not? Yeah. If there were actual chunks in here, I couldn't drink it. <laughs> no. Even even if it was like just like chunks of sugar or something. Oh god. Yeah, I just yeah. couldn't couldn't do it. I don't know how they could do chunks in a soda though. It'd have to be like gummies or something like that. But even then, I feel like it would eventually deteriorate. I think it would. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I went first. I know. I was lying. <laughs> I went I was like, and I went first. Yeah. I was just ready to try some barf. How was it? Pretty good. I think it's actually better than the energy drink. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. You know, we're just drinking a basically a swig of this. I yeah. Mean, I, again, I don't know how how much of this I could drink. Well, compared to that energy drink, I could drink that whole bottle. You think so? Compared to what we're drinking with this yeah. energy drink, and these sodas do kind of have a weird taste to them with that the pure cane sugar or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. I can't pinpoint that flavor, though. No, I can't either. Maybe the uh, the mango bango is just totally effed up my palate. It's overtaking it. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. That's good, though. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Anyway, let's take a break here. Let's get GBM. Let me try that again. Let's get GBM, Good Brother Mike, on for part two. And we'll be back to close it up. Boom. So when there's trouble, go and get at the signal. The way he's getting the fig will make you go mental. 
Always putting the legwork, it's so simple. Ask around, cause he got the credentials. I'm just speaking the truth, they got a stuff for him. Got the whole thing life posted up for him. If you're ever in need, then call the number. For the one, the only fig hunter. Uh. For the one, the only fig hunter. For the one, the only fig hunter. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, I got GBM here joining me for part two. And GBM, last week we talked all all things collecting, kind of what got you into wrestling and got you back into figure collecting and all this stuff and being the fig hunter. You kind of dove into that a little bit near the end last week about finding uh, multiple Pete Dunns and some of the uh, the uh, collector's edition elites that are becoming very, very hard to find. Um, but you uh, obviously got the name the fig hunter. Uh, Jeff, I believe, has termed you the a pillar of the fig life community how did this come to be i want to know about that how did that how did you become the guy to find all the figures like does it just you happen to be finding them so you decided to help people out how does that how does that happen uh well yeah it kind of stems back to like when i was talking about the scalper back in the day when he used to like buy up everything and then you know resell at the flea market for like two three times the price and like i hated that so like I wanted to be able to help people out without like upcharging. So everything was cost plus shipping. And like, apparently like my area seems to be very lucky. We get like pretty much every single series. And some of them we get like an abundance of like way too many. So like I'm able to find like a lot of the stuff that unfortunately other people haven't seen or like some people are like oh we haven't seen new elites since you know series like 65 or something or series 70 wow and it, it's like crazy to me like the distribution is just atrocious yeah and like i just tell, i was just telling people like you know if you need something let me know and i've been lucky enough to be able to find like a lot of everything so I was just like, you know, helping people out, helping people out, helping people out. And I'm not charging nothing because, you know, I'm not going to do what that guy did back in the day. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Right. Well, which is funny because if you wanted to, and I think maybe people don't understand this. If you're finding like, let's say an elite Cassius Ono, that's one I really wanted, right? And now yeah, I still have never, I ended up getting one from my buddy Travis Fowler, but I still have never seen that in stores. But when I looked it up on eBay, it was seventy plus dollars. So if you wanted to, you could pick up all of these elite flashback figures and flip them on eBay for probably triple the price. Oh, I'm sure I could have done that many a times. Yeah, and I think that's something that maybe people don't realize, like how cool it is to have someone like you in the community that's going to find stuff for people when it's hard to find. Yeah, that's 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 kind of where like it all began, and then you know Jeff, you know calling me a pillar, and then I got all these other nicknames. Which I like, is like I like the crazy. Walmart Wanderer. That's a good one, I think. <laughs> yeah, but some of them are good, but you know when we start getting into like the Captain Ahab and <laughs> the 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 dry, driest guy in the room, or you know a cocky smug prick. Like that, that's, that's kind of pushing it, <laughs> but it's all in good fun. Absolutely. I mean. Absolutely. All in good fun. Now you mentioned, uh, you know, you work overnights, which I, I do my share of overnight work as well. And it's not the most fun thing in the world trying to adjust a sleep schedule as you can probably attest to, 
But uh, that means that you know you get off early in the morning, and that's when you hit the WalMarts. And is that you think a big source of finding a lot of that stuff is just being there so early that no one's gotten to it yet? Oh, that that's a big part of it. It's very beneficial. Like I work midnight to eight a.m. And as soon as I get out of work, like I'm on my phone, I'll check Pop Finder, like number jumps. I shoot home real quick. I change and I shoot out to the store and I kind of worked out like a process to where like I know about what time like they start pulling the stock out of the back room. So if I go there like right at 830 in the morning, I know that, you know, oh, we're still unloading the truck. Because there's been days I've gone there, you know, 8.30, and I've waited till 10 o'clock till they start bringing stuff out, or they're able to go in the back and find it. Mm. I've always found that to be interesting of, like, you know, because I remember um, one of my good buddies worked at Walmart uh, when Mattel first took over the toy line, which was, like, they, they launched basically January 1, 2010, which has been over a decade now, which is crazy to think, but... I remember at that time, I kept looking because I kept hearing people were finding them late December. Like, they were starting to pop up in certain stores. And I remember asking one of my buddies about them. He's like, dude, they're there. I've seen them. It's like, they're on pallets. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. WWE Mattel. It's right there on the box. And I was like, how come they're not putting them out? And he goes, I don't know. Because it's like, he that he didn't do that. He was a cashier. So he had nothing to do with how they put out the, the stock. But that's what's so... That's what's so interesting about finding like those those elite, um, the the elite uh, collection collectors editions figures and the the chase figures and all that other stuff because it's it's literally that crapshoot of when they're going to put stuff out on the pegs. But I didn't realize that you would go there and oftentimes wait, you know, an hour, two hours, however long it is until they restocked everything. Oh yeah, like if you if you pretty much know that like it's a set of elites and like the new collector's edition figure is in there like i'm not gonna leave and chance like coming back two hours later and someone else has come into the store and you know got it before me yeah. so i'll sit there i'll sit there and wait sometimes like an hour hour and a half <laughs> it's kind of wow. crazy but i do what i gotta do you just gotta do I, I dig it i dig the hustle for sure um, I'm looking at your, your your profile pic here on Skype, which is amazing, and uh, you and uh, Jeffrey from Toys R Us. So I guess that's that leads me to my next question. Um, what did what was your thought process when you heard Toys R Us was closing up, man? Because I know, um, it, I you know we're, we're not kids anymore, but still to have that idea of like, wow, Toys R Us is shutting down. That freaking sucks, man. Like that that was a really hard pill for me to swallow. Oh, most definitely. I mean, like I would get out of work and I, like I knew when their truck days were and there was a girl that worked in there that pretty much I was on a texting basis with also because I was in there so much and a couple other people like knew me would come in and they'd be like, oh, nothing new today. Or, you know, she'd text me like, hey, we got some new wrestlers in if you want to check them out. But I was in there, you know, I'd get there early, you know, 10, 15 minutes before the store opened and hang out. And I was always in there. That's where I got a lot of the stuff when I started collecting again. And, you know, I had friends that were in there from being in there so much that I talked to. And it's like, okay, I'm losing one of my go-to places for finding figures. 
And then, like, the people that I met that worked at the store, like, now, okay, now they're losing their job. So it, like, kind of sucked in that aspect, too. But, yeah, like, I, man, I was going into Toys R Us since I was little, you know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, it it's horrible. It really sucks. I know, like, just that thought of, like, what it was like as a kid when you pull up to Toys R Us. You see the big letters. You're just like, oh, man, I can't wait to go in. And to think, like, well, there's mines and Ollie's now. And it's just like, I just drove by it, like, two days ago. And I was just like, ugh. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I know um, Eric from Doing the Favor has found some stuff in Ollie's before. But ours didn't have any figures that I saw. But still, it's not the same as a Toys R Us. It's just like, ugh. I really want that to be a Toys R Us. It just it's disappointing. I know every time like I go by the one that closed up that's you know near me, like it's a furniture store now. Mm-hmm. And like I just like oh man, I, you know I just wish it was the Toys R Us again. Like it's just like when it was closing down, I'm like, well maybe they'll just keep the building and they'll be closed for a little while because then they started talking about bringing Toys R Us back, and I'm like, oh maybe they'll put it back in there, and then. And ended up being a furniture store, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I, I kind of am wondering if they ever did. Because, like, you know, we've heard the Toys R Us returning rumors for several years now, I feel like. But I, I feel like if they ever do that, it will probably be a much smaller scale. Because I would imagine the figures and, and, and collectibles is probably what pushed that store more than, like, the big playhouses and Power Wheels cars. Like, I'm sure those did well around the holidays, but probably not year-round. I mean, that's just my personal thought. I don't know for sure. But, I mean, I know for me, I walk in Toys R Us, it's right to the figures. And then I might check out the video games or something, but mostly it was always just the figures to see what they had. And um, that was kind of... I'm sure you were the same way. I know a lot of people probably were. So, yeah, when that closed down, man, that was... Uh, and even I went in right before they shut down, like two days before, and the, play, and the, the whole store was basically empty. Oh, that was such a depressing thing to see that. Oh, I know, like, all the empty shelves and, like, areas, like, blocked off. It was like, like, man, it's really happening. Yeah, I know. It was just, it sucked. I just was like, I hate this. Um, Yeah, actually, like, that that picture that you were talking about with me and Jeffrey, that was actually part of a drawing that I had Jason Wolf do. Yeah. Um, Actually, like, me and uh, Hova went on, like, one of the last days that, Toys R Us was open and Jeffrey was going to be there. So I actually ended up taking my Funko Pop of Jeffrey and took a blue paint pen and had him sign Jeffrey on the Funko Pop. So I have like an autographed like Jeffrey Funko Pop now. That's pretty cool. But then like I had a picture taken. It was like me and Jeffrey and Hova. And then I had Jason Wolf like do a caricature. And that's basically, like, I took that little section from, like, a picture of me and Jeffrey, and that's, you know, a picture for Skype. Yeah, it's, that's pretty cool stuff, man. But, yeah, it, Toys R Us shutting down is just such a disappointing thing. It's just like, ah, oh, you know, because, I mean, I, I we went through KB Toys already, and, and you may have not been collecting it at that time, but I remember seeing KB Toys. Because actually what happened, our KB Toys, where I live here in Tulsa, it shut down, like, that store but then shortly thereafter, like the whole company shut down, and 
Yeah, that kind of made me not even like to go to the mall anymore because that was like my go-to anytime you know my family was going to the mall. Excellent, because I can go into KB Toys, right? And when that right. shut down, it's like no, I don't even want to go anymore. You know, because that was the that was the one store I wanted to go to. So it's very disappointing for sure. Yeah, most definitely. And like even now, like without Toys R Us, and then like the small sections at Walmart and Target. I mean. It's just one less place you can go, and then even, like, you know, Target and Walmart don't have a lot of stock in a lot of the time. Right. It's, it's, it's getting tougher and tougher, but, you know, you can pretty much get anything online, but, yeah. you know, well, like, what's then, the fun in that? Yeah, I know, exactly. And the pandemic kind of put a hit on that with people not going to, you know, out and about as much, obviously. So toys weren't really getting stocked. If you happened to go to the toy section in Walmart, you didn't really find much, so it was kind of... It, it all kind of sucked in general, but, but like you said, shopping online, like I don't mind buying something online, but it's not the same as going to a store and finding it on the pegs like that thrill. That's to me, that's, that's the fun part. And I'm sure that's even for you, like you're not keeping a lot of these figures, right? I mean, you're, you're getting them for people, but that's gotta be really cool to like find someone like, Oh, there it is. Picking it up, finding who wants it. Like it's the thrill of the hunt. I mean, is that, is that a big thing for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, like, you know, can walk into a store and you're looking for something and, you know, there's, like, a fresh case and you're able to, like, crack it open. And a lot of the times, like, you know, if you go to Target and you're like, hey, you know, you guys got any more of these in the back and they'll, like, walk a case out and you're, like, you know, pleading and, like, begging that they don't jam the box cutter into it (laughs) as they're walking up to you because, like, a lot of them know now, like, from you know me talking to them and stuff like they'll be like okay yeah i'll make sure you know i cut it on the side real gently here and the one guy will like slice the side and then he'll like pull the box open with his hand because i'm like you know a lot of people just jam the box cutter in there and then it's like oh my god you're like you know slicing up the figures and yeah cutting the bubbles and it's like those are the ones i wanted and now yeah it's just, but yeah, being able to like, you know, find something on the pegs or like being able to crack a case of figures open, especially like, what was it? 70, was it 71 with Ono? I think so. Yeah. And Paige. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So I know like a lot of people were look, like, I think I seen that set twice like when it initially hit and i was able to get myself an ono and a page and then the second set i found the ono was good but the page was like all beat up yeah so i got hova he's usually like you know my first in line like i'll find take care of myself and then you know hook up hova and then so it was like i don't know a while before i even seen those again right and then all of a sudden, you know, I think once Ono, like, tweeted out, like, that people were having a hard time finding it, and then they started popping up everywhere, then we got probably, like, five or six cases. So I was able to find, like, more. So I was hooking a bunch of people up, and I think even, like, one of the cases I opened, there was, like, two Onos and one page in it. Oh, nice. And uh, I think the last one I had, I hooked up uh, Jeff's buddy norm because he was looking for one yeah it, it, it's so interesting too because you know with with everything that happened as far as the cuts and stuff 
That might be the only uh, Cassius Ono figure ever. I mean, I hope that that's not the case, but he got cut, obviously, from WWE again, and I don't see him going back this time. So that might be the only Cassius Ono figure ever. And that one was very, very hard to find. So that sucks for people that weren't able to find it. I was lucky enough that Travis Fowler's buddy found a bunch of them in Canada, but it just, like you said, a total crapshoot that, that that happened. It's just, it's, it's insane how getting figures is nowadays. And um, I've been talking with Scott from uh, Fully Posable a lot because the new G.I. Joe figures are, are hitting, or they should be hitting soon. And uh, he he's got a few of those he ordered from megalopolis and i'm kind of waiting till they hit the pegs but i have a feeling that they're gonna sell out quickly because it's such a good figure line but you just never know like how how things are gonna go but that brings me to this question uh is there anything else besides wrestling that you've thought about collecting or gotten into at all um the funko pops sure uh you know i've collected like all the wrestling ones that you know, I've come out since I started collecting wrestling figures again, but I've also, you know, bought other ones. Like I have like the Wayne's World ones, and yeah, you know, other stuff like Tommy Boy, like random ones here and there. Like I don't have like that many, but like here and there, I'll grab a few extra ones. But it's mainly wrestling. I mean, like the amount of money that I spend on that now, I yeah can't really get into anything else funko pops are very slippery slow because they have so many different lines you know it's like where do you stop like it's uh, you know wayne's world like you said wwe they made the new japan line you know they've done mortal Kombat. i mean so many different sandlot i mean so many different ones that i was like oh i gotta get these but then it's like you know where do you stop because there's so many of them Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was kind of hoping, like, I was a big Dukes of Hazard fan back when I was younger. Sure. And I was kind of hoping that they would, you know, make a set of them because they could do so many of those. But I like with everything going on now, I really don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, they definitely probably changed some logos, I'm sure. But yeah, um, but that's another. But I mean, like they they had like the A team van with like. BA like sticking out the top or like the you know they had Knight Rider with Michael yeah. Knight sticking out of the top of the car I mean why wouldn't you be able to do that with, with like General Lee and just stick like Bo Duke out of the top and you have no you know nothing on the roof yeah yeah I think it would be awesome like I, I was never really into the, the cars but I did buy the Knight Rider one because it's like well I have to get that, that that's amazing you know <laughs> so yeah it's it's definitely an interesting uh interesting thing like what people can get into and what they can collect because I, I was kind of I was very much like well I'll buy when I first kind of got back into because I kind of dabbled in elites and then I kind of was like ah, I kind of got out of it again then I met Jeff and Scott and I wasn't really into collecting at the time I still liked looking at the figures and seeing the new stuff and the comic con reveals and such but I wasn't really buying anything then they announced the retro line and I was like well I have to get these these are too good and so I got into those, and then kind of one of those things, you start looking at the different figures. I kind of got into Funko Pops, started to get into uh, Marvel Legends. Now I'm kind of digging the new Power Ranger figures, and I like the, I really like the new G.I. Joe line. I really want to get those. I, I really dig the Masters of the WWE Universe, and I definitely want to get the, the Masters of the Universe because they kind of mash together, you know, like the, almost like the same scale. So... There's a lot of stuff out there, man. It's easy to uh, 
it's easy to want everything and not be able to get anything. And then AEW is another one. Like you mentioned them. Like I wasn't a, I wasn't super into their product either. But then I saw the toy line. I was like, holy crap, those are amazing. I really want those. Like you mentioned the classic superstar style packaging, which is a fantastic. Um, I really dig the figures. I, th- I think they're going to be fantastically well made. Like uh, I hope they do legends and all that other stuff. It's just, it's really, really cool. And like, I want to get those for my nephew, get the, the rings and all that other stuff. So there's a lot out there. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely hard to start like, okay, I can't buy all this. I got to start scaling back on certain things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like when I was, when I first started like buying elites again, like I'd find like the whole set and I'd just buy the whole set. Mm-hmm. So I'm like buying, you know, sit, six figures at a time out of the set and then they'd have like a basic line come out and i'd buy a bunch of those and it's just like getting to a point now where i'm like okay i'm gonna scale back and not get any basics unless it's something that's like really good yeah and then like i've been trying to like pick and choose like what at least i want from the set and not get everything except for like i think it was series 69 when like walmart had their little glitch and people were like getting them for seven fifty a piece. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was able to like get a get a set of those, so I got like the six for like forty two bucks or something. Yeah, which is crazy, but yeah, like I don't really watch AEW, but like the figures look really good, so I might end up getting them, even though like I probably shouldn't. <laughs> but if I end up seeing them in the store. Once I win the bet, you know, buying the rest of them yeah. just to have them because it's something new. Right. And hopefully now with the AEW figures coming out, Mattel starts, you know, stepping up their game and the distribution gets a little better because they're going to want something, you know, on the pegs if the AEW ones are on the pegs. Oh, without a doubt. And and that might be a thing where because there's a bunch of wrestling on the pegs now, it evens out a little bit maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, interestingly enough, I'd like to get your opinion on this. What did you think of the fact that AEW announced they were doing Pentagon and Ray Phoenix figures in Series 2 of their line? And, you know, Boss Fight's got the Mass Republic Pentagon and Ray Phoenix figures. But theirs are priced at, like, almost double. around. Thir- I think they're around $38. So if I was, like, Boss Fight, I'd be like, whoa, no, no, no. You're not, you're not releasing the basically... A same the same character but a different figure for half the price like that why would you spend more you know and get it on the, the pegs as opposed to ordering online well yeah that's kind of like the Mattel elites so like you can either buy one at Walmart for 20 bucks or you can go on ringside and get it like a month and a half earlier for almost double the price yeah it's kind of crazy but yeah I don't know I you know I would be like you know, you guys are doing the same thing basically, and you're charging half of what we are. Yeah. But, I mean, and let's like uh, if, if you're if you're really into those figures now, I mean, like you can get both of them. Right. And have you know? Well, it's like a you know Super Seven's doing the uh, New Japan line, which I know Jeff is super stoked for those. I think they're they're going to be great, but they also have a forty five dollar price tag, so that's more than two elites for one figure. Um, but New Japan doesn't have a toy line. This is their only one. So I get it. You know what I mean? I know it's a lot of money, but you know, at the same time, it's like, well, 
they're really cool. And this is the only Okada figure in that scale for sure. You know, so I'm gonna get it. I think I think I think it's awesome. So, um, but again, that's also an online exclusive, not something you can get in the stores. Um, is that something you are looking into at all? The New Japan line. Um, I actually never really got into New Japan. I never really watched it. So, I mean, for like the fans of it, like Jeff, and they're you know getting these figures, like that's awesome for them. But I know I was never really into it. So, like for me, it makes no difference. But right. oh yeah, it like with all this with all this stuff coming out, yeah, with all this stuff coming out, like you know GI Joes, like Masters of the Universe stuff. Like if anybody knows, like if you need a hand finding something you can't find it you know you can hit me up and you know if i see it i can grab it absolutely man and i think that's what um is so cool about you know having you in the fig life community that when people need stuff and i'm sure i'm sure there are people who aren't appreciative of what you do but i i hope most people show that appreciation and just like hey man i really appreciate you you looking because you know cost plus shipping that doesn't really cover your time. That doesn't really cover your gas and all that other stuff. You're not really, I mean, you're really not making any money at all on it. So um, you're probably losing money, all things considered, with with your time especially. But I think it's really cool that, you know, you're out there hitting the streets and, you know, finding figures for people, especially the stuff that you could flip for double, possibly even triple the amount. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, I I never once, like, even considered, like, oh, I could buy this and, like, sell it for three times the amount. Like, I've seen it online, which is ridiculous. Like, even, like, people, like, on Mercari. Yeah. I think there was a guy who put up uh, an elite of Shad Gaspard, like, shortly after he passed. Yeah. And I think he had it up for, like, 200 or $250, and I'm like okay, I got to say something to this guy. So I questioned him. I'm like, you're really trying to make money off of this figure after like what just happened. And he came back with me like, Oh, it's my 10 year old kids. He, he wanted to sell it. That's what he wanted to sell it for. And I'm like a 10 year old kid. I'm like, how would he even know who this guy is? Yeah. Like in what, in what 10 year old says, Oh, I want to sell this figure for $250 after like the guy passes away. Yeah. So I kind of called him out on it, and then he ended up, you know, blocking me. It's like you're you're trying to pass it off on your kid, like really, dude? Yeah. Like it's it's like sick what people do to try and make a buck. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. I don't really understand. Like, if you want to sell your shad figure, that's fine. But now, if he was selling it and being like, "Hey, I'm going to try to sell this and donate the money to his family," that's one thing. But as you know. That was not his intention at all. It was definitely to go into the pocket. Oh, of course not. Yeah, I mean, I could see, like, you know, I've had this. Like you said, I'm, I'm going to sell it, and I'm going to donate the money because his family needs it right now. Yeah. But, like, don't try and pass it off on your kid wanting to sell it because wh- what kid wants to sell their wrestling figures, first yeah. of all? Exactly. And like you said, a 10-year-old kid, that figure probably came out in, like, 2011. You know, so right. how old is that kid, you know? That's just, that's just dumb. But uh, anyway, dude, this has been a blast. I enjoyed uh, enjoyed chatting it up with you and kind of getting to uh, to know some of your strategies and all that stuff. And I, I think it's awesome that you have the the texting buddies at all the stores and stuff and giving you a heads up on everything that's happening and kind of allowing you to make your game plans that way. It's cool stuff. 
Oh yeah, you know I can't give too, away too many of my secrets, but <laughs> yeah, like I said, you know, if, you know, if you anybody needs help, you know, finding anything, pretty much. I mean, like a couple of years ago, uh, Scott from Philly Posable was looking for like an LOL type thing for his daughter for Christmas, and they couldn't find it. And you know, I ended up messaging him. I'm like, hey, you know, I got that thing you were looking for. And he's like, oh, are you kidding? And I'm like, no. I'm like, it was this much, you know. He paid me for it. I shipped it out to him and whatever. So, like, you know, if you're looking for anything, just let me know. I'll see what I can do for you. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, but throw some social media out there. Let people know where they can find you. This isn't the part where you cut me off like Eric and Barry, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> I can't promise Bane won't edit this out, but no, I won't cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Twitter, at MJGIV79. And uh, I'm good brother Mike on Instagram also. I, I don't really, you know, post anything on there. But, you know, if you want to follow me on there and chit-chat, whatever, hit me up. That's cool, man. I know you also have a, a T-shirt store over at watermaneuver.net now. Uh, yeah, I can get into that a little bit. Um, you know, not to get too much into it, but, like, with everything going on, you know, I wanted to kind of do something to give back and, you know, you can donate a few bucks here and there, but I wanted to try and do something that, uh, you know, gave back a little more. And I kept seeing the hashtag, you know, on Twitter and they had the three little fists next to it. And I'm like looking at that and I'm like three fists. I'm like, who do we know that did that? And I'm thinking like the shield. Sure. And you know, the shield were brothers against injustice. And I'm like, well, that's pretty much what this is about. I'm like, so I kind of had this idea flowing in my head, you know, like the three fists in. And then I got a hold of uh, Seth at Ringside Art on Twitter and, you know, kind of shared my idea with him. And I had actually initially uh, DM'd um, Ant from, formerly from Rant with Ant. He's uh, the, the five second rule now. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Cause I know he's a big shield guy. He was, you know, he collected like all the figures. He was a big, big fan. And I went with him for the, or excuse me, took the idea to him first. Cause I know he like does a lot of logos and stuff and you know, he loved the design. He really wanted to do it, but like whatever happened, he couldn't get it to work. So then I went, you know, to Seth and he brought the image to life and you know, I took it to Water Maneuver, and they were super easy to deal with. And, you know, they had the shirt up within a few days. And, uh, yeah, it's GBM's place at Water Maneuver. And all the money from the shirt is going to go to the uh, Minnesota Freedom Fund. Awesome, man. That That's really, really cool stuff. But are we going to see some other GBM shirts making their way over to Water Maneuver at some point? Um, I'm hoping. I kind of had a idea for one. Cool deal, man. But, uh, well, uh, I figured I'll let the other shirt go for a little while before I throw something else up there because, sure. you know, I want to, you know, try and get as much money and send over to that as we can. I know uh, Drew Vensel and uh, RJ from uh, Ringside Rant, they both picked up a shirt, so. Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. Well, I appreciate Like I said, I appreciate you being on, and I did not uh, cut out your, your plug, so hopefully you – People can find you now. Uh, yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thanks for being on, and we'll hopefully do it again sometime down the road. Anytime. 
All right, big shout out to the one and only, the Fig Hunter himself, GBM, for being on for parts one and for this week for being part two. Um, good little chat. I mean, I know he's not your best pal, but I mean, who knows? You might be throwing him a gift card soon, man. He's an all right guy. He's an all right guy. Captain Ahab, you know. But uh, I will, uh, I will not be giving him a a, uh, a gift certificate. That will not be happening. Not at all, huh? Not at all. Because time's ticking there, pal. Time's ticking. You know, he's like, because he, he was giving you those countdowns on Twitter. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm giving them right back now. Oh, are you? Yeah, well, no, but I mean. You should be. I should be. Yeah, you should you be. Know, I, I don't, I'm not like, I'm not committed enough to oh, no, you're not, do like a 27-day countdown of GIFs every single day. Did he do 27 days? No, he only did like a week. But <laughs> that's still like a week more than I feel like doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely funny though. Well, we got to dive into a little bit of Chalkline talk. Chalkline has thrown up some pretty cool stuff lately, man. Yeah. Um. Did we? I think we talked about those Guile shorts last week. I think so. So that we've covered that. They showed a new pair of Toxic Crusader shorts that are actually already available. Nice. With the, with the green with the yellow logos are pretty cool. A lot of people don't remember Toxic Crusaders, which I kind of remember the toys. I don't think I had any of them, but... It was an obscure line, for it was, sure. It was. Um, a little teaser for Streets of Rage, man. That'd be cool if we got a Streets of Rage jacket. Absolutely. Um, a couple other things. The Shawn Michaels Texas trunks uh, or Texas pants came up in shorts. You can order those in the Stone Cold logo, the oversized skull, mm-hmm. which are pretty cool. Uh, what Did you see the Money, Inc.? Jacket, Jimmy Hart style. I did, yeah. Dude, that is freaking phenomenal. I dig it. That might be one of the coolest things they've shown off in recent memory, I think. Was Jimmy Hart with Money Inc.? He was, yeah. Was he? I don't remember that. Yeah. Briefly in like 93, like around the time Hogan came back for that little bit, like a WrestleMania 9. Okay. He was around there for a little bit. And uh, I don't know, Jimmy Hart always had some just killer jackets. I love that they're replicating them now. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And I actually always liked Money Inc. I thought that was a cool team. It was yeah, it was it, they fit together really yeah. well. And that jacket's just badass. I love it. Oh yeah. And then of course, did you see the new Ninja Turtles jackets? One for the Technodrome and one for the Blimp. Yes. I dig them. Dude, obviously we're turtle kids, right? Right. So, I didn't have either of those, but I always wanted more of the turtle play sets as a kid and to see them in jacket form, it's like, oh, that's like owning a toy without actually having to Buy it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I hate that these, like, I hate that it's summertime because I want to buy some of these jackets, but it's like, it's too warm for me, man. Like, I, I don't want to spend the money on something I can't wear for another three months. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think these come out for till the fall. Well, that I don't know. That Wolfpack Wolfpack one is up tonight. Well, that's true, but I think a lot of them come out in the fall yeah i don't know jackets is a weird thing okay the money inks this fall that's what i saw okay um that jackets is an interesting item because like you said right now you're work you're rocking nothing but tank tops right because it's hot as hell yeah so like last thing you want to wear is a freaking jacket but yeah. come in the fall this would be amazing right right yeah well and and speaking of tank tops i actually uh last week i, I bought that uh Raw's War Tank Top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I should have that come in the mail tomorrow, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. So you got a couple of Chalkline Tank Tops in, don't you? Yeah. Uh, the first one I got was I actually had to buy through WWE Shop because I was wanting the uh, I was actually wanting the Outsiders 
tank that they had, but they were sold out of my size. So I went to WWE shop and landed on the NWO one. So I was like, yeah, I'll get that one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they don't seem to make as many tank tops, but they do look really cool. I, I think that's something they should do. Yeah, I dig them. The only thing that I'm not a huge fan of is it's like a it's a single layer mesh. Yeah, but I mean, they're still comfortable as hell. Which because of that, they're breathable. Yeah, you know. But um, but I mean, I don't know. It's it's that's not a deal breaker for me. It's just something that caught me off guard the first time I put it on. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, for sure. You can kind of see through it. For sure. Uh, but, yeah, man, Chalkline's always putting out some cool stuff. I mean, they're constantly releasing new shorts. And, like, right now is, like, perfect time for their shorts. I'm actually rocking these Shredder shorts right now. Yep, yep. So lots of lots of cool stuff there. So check them out, Chalkline.com. Big underscore Bane, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Uh, I got a couple things, but we'll, we'll hit them in the plugs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So... Definitely check out some uh, good friends of our of this show, some other podcasters. Uh, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Jeff and Scott dropping a new show every Sunday talking all things wrestling figures. Man, they're diving into G.I. Joe a little bit. Uh-oh. And Jeff, actually, he sent me a picture. He, he bought a couple of G.I. Joes. Jeff? Jeff. Hang on. Jeffrey Toon. Yeah. The once bowl-cut wearing Jeff and long hair wearing Jeff is now buying G.I. Joes. Huh. Yeah. You think you know a guy. Yeah. Well, I, I told Scott, I was like, I think it's all that peer pressure we were giving him. Yeah. Like, dude, you got to get these G.I. Joes. Because he was like, I'm only wrestling figures. And I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah. And, you know. Slip, to be you. Slippery slope. Yeah. And now now he's got them G.I. Joes. So I tweeted out. I was like, when's uh, the uh, fully posable G.I. Joe figure podcast hitting? Because <laughs> that's next, right? <laughs> it should at least hold a segment. Yeah, I think so. Show. I think so. They've been talking about it here and there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it I think definitely could use a segment. Uh, wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew of guys over there talking all different kinds of stuff. Yep. Love that show. Super fun. It, to me, like, that's one of my favorite shows to listen while I'm driving. Yeah. Just because it's like, it's just, it, the round round table is great because it's just lighthearted talk. Sure, yeah, yeah. But to me, it's like, this is perfect. You know, sometimes when you get specific podcasts, it's like, I don't know, that doesn't work when I'm driving. Yeah. But that one always does. I like that one a lot. Can I tell you that I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we don't have heat with the Elite Eight Showdown like Wreck My Podcast does? Well, yet. We don't have heat yet. <laughs> Depends on the day with Charlie Shaw. Dude, you never yeah, know. that guy's a loose cannon. I'm just saying. <laughs> speaking of speaking of him, yeah. I got some news about him here in a do second. Do you? Yes, I do. Um, but let me get through these plugs first. Uh, the PPW Podcast, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Really fun show. They uh, they have a very positive look at uh, old school wrestling, which I enjoy. Yes. You know? Steve's got an amazing uh, VHS tape collection back there. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, my niece and nephew will never understand rewinding a tape. Right. Like, that's such a thing of the past. Yeah. And, and like, you think about it, that was, like, such a... They'll never know the phrase, be kind, rewind. Or the fact that video stores would charge you, like, 50 cents if you didn't rewind it. Right. Yeah. Because it takes so long to rewind it. You know, come on. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. It takes, but, like, a minute and a half, if that... Yeah. It's just, it's just such a weird thing to think that that's how we... <laughs> Right. <laughs> Fast forward, rewind. Uh, it's wild. Yep. It's so crazy. I'll never forget the very first like time that my parents got a DVD player. I got them a VHS DVD combo. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, this is great because now I don't have to get rid of my VHS tapes. Right. But then you see the quality change. You're like, oh, 
damn. Yeah. Hugely different. Yeah. And of course, my mom's like, I don't see a difference. And I'm like, how can you not see a difference? I mean, it, one of them's like grainy in a tape. Well, one's like, like digital. That's like the difference between 720p and 4K. Yeah. It's like, how do you not know the difference between the two? It's pretty damn clear. Exactly. Or like when you first saw Blu-ray. Yeah. I was just like, whoa. You yeah. know, that blew my mind. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, also check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. I mean, those dudes are hilarious. Great guys. Great guys. Fun to talk with. Um, they were on this show earlier this year. Love their show. I love listening to that one, actually, when I'm at work. Yeah. I, I have different spots I like to listen to shows. Sure. And I just that's one I can just put in my earbud and just listen to a shitload of episodes. I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they like Bill Benas, but no one's perfect. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Daily podcast every single day. Yeah. Doing all kinds of trivia stuff. I think he's still kind of working throughout the uh, the lockdown there. I don't know how if things are locked down, locked down, but I don't think a lot of things are open yet. So yeah. he's not able to do his live trivia shows. But definitely support him over on Facebook. Just uh, check out all his uh, live trivia shows. It's really fun. Yes. Elite Eight Showdown. Yeah. Big Chuck. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, our guest next week is Big Chuck. Oh, God. Yeah. Two-parter. He's coming up. Um, and he is, you know, yeah, I mean, he's it's Big Chuck, man. Yeah. Charlie Shaw himself, the crazy man. Yeah. And, you know, he, he sent us a video auditioning for The Floor is Lava. I don't think he knows that, like, we have no pool as far as that's concerned. But Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we... We don't even know where to sign up for The Floor is Lava. Right. I didn't even know about the show until I hit Netflix. I'm like, oh, what is this? Yeah, so... Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if that'll happen or not, but we, we will keep. We will keep you in mind, sir. But if you uh, come, bring those Bam Bam Bigelow shorts. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But, uh, Great stuff. Yeah, check check that show out. I'm actually. I've gone through about the first three episodes. Yeah, it's yeah, fun, isn't it's it? It's a good show. Him and him and old uh, Tim. Yeah. You don't want to get his name wrong. Yeah. Tim. 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 Yes. Um, Invader Tim, as I like to call him. I like that around my condo. Yeah, the uh, Elite Eight Showdown is a fun. It's a. It's it's fun because it's different in all seriousness. Yeah. Like it's it's a tournament of just obscure crap, yeah. and I love that. Yes. You know, so I think it's it's a cool idea, and uh, kind of might have been a takeoff of the '90s Telewar. So. Yeah. I'm kind of sorry we unleashed Big Chuck into the world, but yeah, he's here to stay. Yeah. Yeah, so check it out. Elite Eight Showdown, wherever you get your podcast. The Leisure and Lariat's podcast with my buddy Ruthless Ryan Davidson. He just dropped a two-part episode with uh, Chris Russo, who's kind of worked in, he works with Reality of Wrestling. And he also was an announcer for NXT back in the day. Nice. He was on our show, I think, about a year or two ago. So really good dude. He actually does the intro for the Leisure and Lariat's podcast as well. And, of course, Ringside Rant with RJ. RJ's constantly... You know, plugging other shows, always getting really good guests on his show. Ringside Rand, I think he drops a new show every Wednesday, so check it out for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jason Wolf. Jason WLF, man. He is constantly doing great stuff. I yeah. mean, he's been showing a lot of different sketch cards, a lot of different just like art that he's doing. It's awesome. We're both in like totally unplanned, but we're both rocking the new Power Hour uh, Real American podcast shirt. Yeah. You, you got the t shirt, I got the tank. Yep. We, uh, Twinsies. <laughs> yep, twinsies. I think easily our best design yet. Yep. It's I mean, uh you, you you slap me and Yoko on on a design and I'm for it. Yeah, dude. I dig it. And the fact that Bill Benis is getting blown away is right. a nice little homage. Yeah. I love he, it. He's not happy about that, but yeah, you know, he can, it is what it is. Shut up, Bill. I don't even like that guy. <laughs> 
can't wait to see him again so I can slap him again. That was like my favorite moment yeah. of last year. Yeah. When I slapped him. You know, I got to slap him. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's great, right? Yeah, it's fun. It's, uh, it's the best thing ever. But uh, do give Jason Wolf a follow. I uh, follow at JasonWLF on Twitter or at Art of Jason Wolf on Instagram. Always, I like I like when he does those uh, time lapse videos. Yeah, those, those are, are really so cool. cool, man. Yeah, like getting to see how he does it. I'm just like, wow, that's freaking amazing. Yeah, good stuff. Very very cool. Uh, Grapple Holden to be the man. If you like wrestling comic books, you can check both of those out on Amazon. To be the man's also on Comicsology. Uh, Breaker and Bane's Power Pro Wrestling. From yes. Pack and Sag Day. Check out his website. Shoot him a message. Let him know you want it, and he can make it happen for you. It's playable on original NES consoles. Yes, this is a real video game. I still get messages. Yes, it's real. Yes, it yeah. works. Yes, you can play as us, Charlie Shaw, Travis Fowler, Soda Hunter, and that son of a bitch, Eric Barker. Yeah, keep in mind, it's an 8-bit game. It is an 8-bit game. So it doesn't look like really us. But uh, it's about as close as you can get. It's really fun, though. It's great. It's like watching that opening little montage with all our pictures, dude. It's so much fun. That's the best part. Yeah, for sure. You know, I actually uh, shot old Pack and Sack Davey message today. Okay. Letting him know that maybe this fall-ish, we might be working towards the sequel. And he goes, absolutely. I'm always down. I'm like, sweet. Hell yeah. So, Power Pro Wrestling 2, Bane's Revenge. Yes. If you want to be on the game, let us know. We only have one confirmed slot so far. Okay. Mike the Cleaner. Yes. Yeah. He is in. I... I Bill said he wants in, oh, and I said, no "I way. said Breaker said, well, we're gonna let everybody else get a shot first." Yeah, he's like last resort. Yeah, I said, if for some strange reason we have an extra opening, we'll allow it. But he's gonna cost more money though. Yes, make his pay double. Yeah, uh, Bainamania and all your other albums available. Yes, uh, over on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your music. And I know you're hard at work on something new, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm working on some new music. Uh, I got about two songs left to write. And then uh, I got, I've got i recorded like everything that I've written so far, but I have to go back and re-record it all because that was just to kind of make it so I don't forget how things sound mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's happened to me before. Sure. So uh, I, I, I'm not really done recording, but, you know, I've... Started started that process, but yeah, I got, got about two songs left to write, and it's a, that's a fun. It's going to be a fun album. I wasn't planning on talking about this today, but I figured I'd go to mention it. It's going to be a fun album because it's going to be a a story. Like the whole album is one big story. Nice. And uh, I haven't done this since like 2012, maybe 2013. But it, um, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. So it's. I know you said you, this might be a little bit different than what people are expecting. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's still going to be rap, still going to be hip hop, but there are um, elements. If you guys remember me doing that uh, anti Bane album just about a year or so, a you actually years didn't. Ago. You purposely did not promote that on here. I did. Yeah. Um, so it, I don't know. I, you may mention it once, but very, very. Yeah, briefly, I did. If I didn't did. really promote it because I didn't want people to think it was a rap album because it wasn't. And basically, what that was was like. Um, but you can find that on Apple. If yeah, you it, want to it's check on it out. it's on Apple Music. It's not under Bane. It's literally under the Anti Bane. Anti Bane is one word. It's like four tracks, right? It's, it's four tracks, and it's basically just like me with an acoustic guitar and uh, just doing me doing the drum tracks and the bass, and and it's I mean it's it's fun, but like I have some elements of the vocals that I did on that in this new album, and it's it's kind of going to blend that in a couple of spots. 
with uh, with the hip hop. But yeah, it's it's all telling one story, and it's basically I got the idea because I've been playing the uh, the old Fable series on Xbox a lot lately, and so I got the idea of just telling the story of um, a basically a guy who starts out as a peasant and has to like basically work his way all the way up to being king. Interesting. And, and so it's a uh, it's a uh, it's gonna be fun. So it's it's all completely this fictional story. So for anybody who wants like the quote unquote real real hip hop, this isn't gonna be it. <laughs> That's interesting. I think this might also be a thing where people maybe they don't jump around the tracks, right? I mean it's kind of a story. So Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a story. And I, I mean obviously there's gonna be songs that you'll probably like better, you know. Sure. And and there are gonna be elements of my like the first two songs are actually it's funny because the first two songs are more or less just a going to be like background noise for what's really going on like i mean there's not gonna be noise over the song but it's just gonna it's really background noise kind of during like a uh a, a, like a fight scene almost hmm. so it doesn't really pertain to the story but it's going to kind of help branch everything together interesting man i'm, I'm excited to hear it yeah so it's, it's, it's gonna be fun that's pretty cool so yeah, check out the check out the previous albums and this new album. No no date yet, right? But no date because I I saw it. It honestly might be early twenty twenty one. You know, right? I, mean, I don't know. I'm not not rushing myself. If it comes out before twenty twenty one, then that's cool. But uh, I'm not I'm not really in a rush. Definitely. So that'll be that'll be cool though, man. I'm yeah, excited absolutely. to hear it. Um, back to the Nintendo. Just yes. dropped a new episode on Blades of Steel. Yeah, we haven't dropped it yet, but it will be out by the time you hear this. As a GBM request, and we're talking about him way too much. I feel like what the hell? Yeah, like he. But I mean, it was actually a really fun game. Was Blades it? of Steel is a Konami hockey game. I yeah. really enjoyed it. It was actually really fun. So that's oh, yeah. coming up on Friday, and of course, I know holds barred with Bill Benus. Yeah, I saw him kind of tweeting a little bit, but uh, I've been kind of just you know the, not talking to him at all. The unfortunate thing for me is he said, "Hey, time to get back in the studio, pal." Oh and boy! And so that means that starting next week. We are going to be recording season three. I don't know when season three will happen as far as the dates that are dropped. We are going to start recording next week. So I'm sure I'll be forced to give you guys word uh, oh when boy. it becomes available. Yeah, I definitely won't be stopping in and slapping him again this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely happening. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash BBPH. You want to support our show? It's a great way to do it. Um, Twice a year, if you're a five dollar patron, you get a special gift. I believe the gifts went out, right? They'll be out by the time this drops. Okay, perfect, yes. perfect. So, I know they're they're pretty cool. I like them, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, last uh, Christmas, which was, I think it was at the three and five dollar gifts. Mm-hmm. They got a mug, a personalized yep. mug. That was really yep. cool. Yep. And I, I think I think they'll really dig them. If not, you know, it's one of those things. You know, if you don't want it, throw it away. I don't. We don't give a shit. It's just kind of. It's a fun little thing. It's it's us to kind of just say thank you guys. Exactly. And, uh, that's that's really more so what it's about. So. Absolutely. You get a nice little gift. It's it's fun stuff, and uh, and you get the exclusive energy shot once a week. Absolutely. Uh, this past week, we actually talked about like uh, the collectible world. You know, like yeah. if. You know, obviously, collectibles, toys, and all that stuff are huge amongst people from our generation because it's what we grew up on. But now the new kids—they're not growing up with that. They are yeah. growing up with video games and iPads and stuff and micro not, purchases. Not, yeah, yeah, exactly, and not as into toys. Yeah, and actually, a person that made me so aware of that was how Fortnite has toys, mm-hmm. but they don't—you don't—they don't move much. Yeah, 
And it's like, well, that's a game that kids play. It's not toys that they buy. So right. it's kind of an interesting thing in that maybe kids aren't as into toys as collectors these days. Yep. And so fast forward 20 years, you know, will these kids be buying toys for nostalgia? Probably not. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. So Absolutely. So, yeah, that, that's what we kind of talked about in the Energy Shot this week. It's a really fun show. It's really fun to record. It's really fun to listen back to. So highly recommend it. Uh, all of our T-shirts are available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. We also have shirts on uh, BBPH.RedBubble.com. And we now have this shirt that I'm wearing right now, the Power Hour Real American Podcast shirt on Watermaneuver.net. And Big Underscore Main also has a shirt on Watermaneuver.net. I do. I, uh, I got two. I thought. It's been a long time since I've looked at my page on there. Yep. Two shirts. Um, one maybe, store. Yeah. Good, good quality stuff. Um, check it out. And I think what's cool is basically everybody I mentioned, like as far as our podcast buddies, most of them all have a store yeah. on Water Maneuver. So it's kind of a one-stop shop for all of us. Yes. We're kind of in this unofficial network, I guess. Yeah. So check it out there. It's pretty cool. And the great thing is, is Water Maneuver actually promotes us. I love Water Maneuver. Yeah. They are a great partner. You know, great other people. places, they'll put it up and not say a word. Yep. Uh, they actually promote it and put it out there and let people know. I think that's really, really cool. Yep. Great stuff. Like, honestly, like, that's how I've seen that, oh, Fully Posable has a new shirt. Right. Oh, Doing the Favor has a new shirt. Like, right. that's super cool to me. Yeah. So, I dig it. Also, uh, Average Panda, man. Yeah, Average Panda. This is uh, one of the things I was going to talk about. Not so much Average Panda. Um, the the one piece of news I got for Average Panda is that um, I've gotten the okay to add tank tops again, like regular tank tops. I'm going to wait because the tank tops that I ordered that are the... Uh, the all-over print, I actually have those coming in the mail, so I kind of want to check those out and see how I like them because I might keep those mm-hmm. on the store if I like them. So I'm waiting to change things up, but if I don't like those, I do have the okay to go ahead and add uh, regular tank tops on the store. So you might see some changes. I'll have more announcements coming up on that. But real quick, I wanted to mention, because I've been really quiet about Outsiders Beard Co., um, I'm trying to figure out new and innovative products for that. So obviously beyond just like beard products, beyond beard products, because obviously right now, um, most places you have to wear a mask. You don't really need beard balm when you're wearing a mask on your face. That's true. So at the moment, you know, I never actually thought about that yeah. with your products, but you are absolutely yeah. right. So at the moment, I'm trying to look into and a couple of a, things. If you have a beard, it kind of looks weird in the mask. Right. I'm noticing. And so, yeah. so I'm trying to look into a couple different things. The first thing, main thing I'm looking into is actually um, uh, making sanitizer, hand sanitizer, and that way um, it can be available um, to purchase if you guys are in need. I know it's not as difficult to find it now as it was. Right. But um, uh, another thing I'm looking back back into, this is something I did when I had the uh, Baines Beard Company. I'm looking back into doing soap again. Oh, yeah. That's so, right. You did bar soap. That's yeah, right. I did some bar soap. Um, and I'm going to look. There's a few things I'm going to look, look back into. I also um, was doing a pomade back in the day. I'm going to start looking back into doing that again for right now. Um, just to kind of give some variety a little bit. So mm-hmm. I believe you also did a lip balm. Yeah, I did a lip balm. Lip balm is actually ready to go. I just haven't put it up there because I was putting everything on hold. Yeah. So, and, and one thing other that I'm going to do is I've got, I've got access to masks. I've got access to gloves for myself. So I'm going to push forward to doing this again. But one thing I'm going to try to figure out another way to do is almost have like, because I want it to be safe for everybody. So yeah. one thing I want to do is put like 
figure out a way to put like a single serve sanitizing wipe in with each order. That way when you get it, if you feel like sanitizing it, you got yourself a wipe. Mm. And I don't know how to work that out yet, but that's one thing I'm looking at. So I'm trying to figure some stuff out. So if people have been curious about Outsiders Beard Co., it's not going away. It's just right now, if you're wearing a mask, you don't really need to have beard balm in. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out new and different things uh, to kind of move this thing along. Because I don't want it to go away because I'm really proud of that that brand, um, as, as young as that brand is. But... Um, but yeah, so that, that's that's the news on that. The update, boom, Outsiders Beard Coat is not going away. No. Just kind of maybe changing some things up. I actually always really like the, the lip balm. And yeah. The fact that I can't wear a beard anymore, that's kind of something I would definitely like to dive into. Yeah. Um, because I love the beard balm, but like you said, everyone's wearing a mask. Right. And I'll be honest, I can't grow a beard. I mean, I can, but right. I can't because of my job. So right. it's like, you know, and it, it takes, unfortunately, a couple of weeks to grow a good beard. Yep. So it's like, I, you know. I just can't. Yeah. And I thought, like, the last time I took vacation, I'm like, I won't shave the entire time, but I still didn't have. It wasn't full. It full. wasn't a full no. beard. I was like, ah, damn. Yeah. You know? So it is what it is. But, yeah, man, that's cool. You got some updates going. Yeah. I'm I, sure. I, I, I do have short hair now, so the pomade might be something I look into. Yeah. And I know I know. last time I did it, I um, I, I had Jack Gamble kind of using it and, and checking it out. Yeah. So, I mean, I might, I might look at some of you guys and see if you guys wouldn't mind testing it out and seeing how it goes. Everything I use is all natural products. There's no, like, crazy whatever add-ins right so, um it, it's all going to be safe for your hair good for your hair so um but that's um anyway yeah it's gonna be good stuff cool anyway anything else man that's it thank you guys for checking out breaker and Bain's power hour next week big chuck from elite eight showdown will be on the show i'm brian breaker i'm bane and we will see you guys in seven days peace easy yeah one more time <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.